You are listening to Jesus Inside Prison Ministry, Faith Center Church International. Our pastor, Dr. William Bumpus, is in Florida doing some prison outreach there. So let's keep him in our prayers as he travels along the highways. But this evening we have Pastor William George Bumpus III. Let's listen as he begins his message. No visitors here. They always don't. Don't nobody want to visit when Doc ain't here. You get what I'm saying? He's gonna show up. Hey, Lane. We don't. We got. We got one visitor. You know what I'm saying? They, here, Doc ain't here. They they gonna miss out. That's all good. That means y'all get it all. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get one piece of nap. That means y'all get it all. Amen. If y'all don't want it, I'll take it. If you ever look at me on, you'll see me on Facebook, I, I, I think I tell everybody, I go back and listen to my messages on Facebook. I'll listen to that thing last night, man. I'll, just, I'll, be, I'll be getting hyped. I'll be like, they couldn't jump up about that. <laughs> oh, well. I guess we can get started. Pacing themselves. Huh? Pacing themselves. They're going to miss it. They're going to miss it. You know what I'm saying? You want to get everything. All right, we good to go? Amen. Well, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for another night to grow in you, to come to you, Father, to pray to you, to talk to you, to get in your word, Father, and um, just find out everything that you have in store for us and um, the, the, the lives that we, that we have, Father. We just ask that you would just continue to help us to um, seek you more, Father. Come right after you and, and, and go after you, Father, wholeheartedly, not not wavering, not thinking about everything else we got going on in life, Father, but just thinking about how good you are and how amazing you are and how powerful you are and how um, <laughs> and how if we focus on you, we wouldn't go through mess in life. Amen. We would just everything would just be smooth in life, uh, Father, for trusting in you. So we give you praise, Lord, and honor, and we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, hello, everybody. Uh, definitely an honor to be here on a Tuesday night. You know, Tuesday nights are like the, the night here. You get what I'm saying? And uh, I always say every time I get to step in for my father um, on Tuesday night, I am uh, glad and honored to be with all of you um, uh, in the ministry. I think the doc is in Florida. Is that where he is? Um, he's in Florida this week. So uh, just pray for him as he's there and and. I'm pretty sure he's at the Coke Conference, so um, just pray for for his services there and his speaking engagements there, Father, and um, and just that 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 uh, people will understand and recognize the ministry. You know, my my, my father, what we have in in, in, in doing the Jesus House, right? In, in the Jesus House, man, it's it's. I mean, it's not something that they do everywhere, right? So. Um, you, you all and everybody who comes through the Jesus house, you are a special breed, amen, because, you know, the, the, the doc goes all over the country and he travels and he talks about, I mean, I, I'm in the services, some of you who go to, to minister with us, Johnny and, and, is that it? Oh, Kevin King and Steve sometimes, Steve don't necessarily count, right, but, yeah, Steve, uh, that was a joke, but, um, Herbie Mack, right, Herbie Mack goes and, and, Puts on his show, amen. Uh, but but what you do right there, you uh um um uh, with window, yeah, window, yeah. He he went, he was excited too, yeah. So anybody else gone to any of our? All right, so I got everybody. Moore's been that was a long. Jay been that was a long. Y'all ain't been no time. Was I here when y'all went? I mean, that's how, that's how long it's been. Well, Jay Jay been Jay been a few times, but um. You know, when, when, he, when he goes into prisons and he talks to the guys, man, he brags on the guys in the Jesus house, right? Uh, 
he brags on y'all, he brags on your lives, he brags on, I mean, the, 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 the doc, you know, he, he talks highly about the Jesus house guys. So, um, <clears throat> I said that to say that, you know, when he goes and he's uh, preaching and he's telling people uh, about you all, you know, you are a, a, a different breed, amen? Um, not only that, but, you know, there, is, there, there there's some word that you get that a lot of people don't get. There's a whole lot of people who don't get the word like y'all get the word. Right? And, and I think, uh, I was thinking about this last night. Yesterday we talked about Psalms chapter 1, and part of Psalms chapter 1, it says, And his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in that law doeth he meditate day and night. And, and I was thinking the opportunity that you have here at the Jesus house to delight in the word of the Lord, right, is an opportunity that a lot of people don't have. I delight in the word of God, but I got to do that myself. I got to find time to do it. I got to find the, 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 the you, you get what I'm saying? Now, I, I just end up doing it every day, right? But I got to find time during the day. Right now, I'm doing it, uh, I, 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 I kind of move myself to do it in the morning time, but that ain't gonna work. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I, I'm not a morning person. So what I've started doing is I I, I do it at night. My daughter goes to sleep, um, or even even when she ain't sleep, right? I, I I end up getting the word. But I delight in that. When you're here at the Jesus house, you got you got the opportunity because you got that set time built in that you have to be here to get the word. Why not delight in that? That that makes sense. Right, a lot of times we say, oh, man, I got to go to Jesus' house, and I got to go to church, and I got to go to Bible study. By and, 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 and because that mindset is there, you are upset at the fact that you're sitting in this Bible study. But guess what? You get to get excited. Instead of getting upset about it, why not get excited about it? Right. Hey, there was a time when you wasn't getting no word in your life. You remember how your life was when you was doing that? Yeah. There was a time when I wasn't getting no word in my life. My life was jagged all the way up. <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying? So now... The, the alternative is, hey, you can not get the word, and you can, and, and then, and then you can go with, you can go with, with, you can go with some of that mess that's in your head. Amen. Prayerfully, nobody in here, right? Like that, right? We always say, Doc always say, I'm talking to people on Facebook. Nobody in here, I'm talking to people on Facebook, right? You can. Your option is to not go with. Think about it. What what would you have if you could not trust in the word of God? If, if them thoughts that, because listen, now here, here's, what, here's what we do know, right? We know that crazy thoughts run through everybody's head, <laughs> right? Now, when we say crazy, I ain't talking about, I ain't saying necessarily murder or killing or, or stealing, or, but some, some other crazy stuff goes through your head. Now, what if you didn't have nothing to fall on when that crazy mess goes through your head? What if you had to fall on your own thoughts and your own intellect and your own skills and your own ability, right, boy? I know me. If I had to do that thing all by myself, man, it wouldn't look good as it looks now with the word of God. So again, naturally, if the word of God does anything to change me, then I want to get in that word so much that I find out everything that word of God can do to change me. Because here's what I do know. I know that I gave my life to Jesus for a change and he started to bring that change in my life. Amen. So I want to take that change and I want to uh, 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 I want to I want to do everything it is that 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 God will allow me to do and operate in every single way that God will allow me to operate in because that's that's something that he gave me and that's something that If I do it like that, if I if I if I understand everything that God has in store for me through his word, then I will have no problem delighting in that word. I'll leave it at that. That makes sense. Uh, Let's turn our Bible to. Turn your Bible to. uh, Let's go. Let's go. Let's talk about faith. Y'all want to talk about faith? Y'all can have faith, faith. Every time I say this, let's, first let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews. When you have it, say amen. Hebrew, I'm sorry. Hebrews chapter 11. 
it sounded kind of off. It said Hebrews, and then it said, uh, let's go to Hebrews chapter 11. Let's see how, how much biblical trouble we can get in in Hebrews. Everybody still doing good? Verse 1 says, <clears throat> Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it, by what? By faith, the elders obtained a good testimony. Now, <clears throat> faith, I, I, I like to talk about faith. Here's why I like faith so much, right? And I, and I like the concept of faith, and I like everything that faith does. Faith is like a wild card. You ever play a game? My fault, Steve. You, you, I don't know why you thought you were going to be able to get me back there. Uh, <laughs> you ever play a game and, and Uno's one of them games, right? Maybe Uno, right? Uh, 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 Uno's one of them games. And here's why Uno is, is one of them games and the wild card is so important, right? When you play Uno, anybody, anybody know what Uno is, right? Y'all remember Uno, right? We old school enough, right, to remember Uno. When you play Uno, right, you could be, everything could be going good, and you go around the table, and, and everybody at the table has a, has a color, right, and you get down to your last card, right, and, and if your last card is blue, and it's your turn, right, and the color on the board is red, guess what, you gotta wait, you gotta draw, right, you gotta draw a thing, right, well, 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 what what happened was people got so smart that they would save all their cards, right? And the last card that they would save is what? The wild card. <laughs> right? Wild card or draw four, right? The draw four wild card, right? And, and, and when you had that wild card, right, and all throughout the game, every time you would get that wild, every time you get a draw four or a wild card, right, the, 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 that card, right, you would do everything you can to save that because what that means is anytime I pull this card, it don't matter what the situation looks, it don't matter what color it is. When I throw this card down, I get to change the color. <laughs> right? So you had that one card in your hand and everybody going around trying to figure out why you play people, they try to pull your card over, see what color it is, and they tell the person next to you, right? You got anything, you got to reverse, you got to draw to you, ain't got nothing, you cannot stop this. And, 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 and when you get to me and I got this wild card, that's game over. Amen? I like faith because faith is like a wild card. And here's what I mean by that. And that verse shows it to us, right? It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Here's what that means. Anything that I believe in God in by faith, amen, then, then, then that faith becomes that wild card. Hey, I need finances, right? I can put faith on there. Right? I need healing. Guess what I can do? I can put faith on there. And what faith does is faith operates as that wild card. So hey, now even if my last, even if I got two cards and one of them cards is blue, guess what? I can change the color blue because I got the power to change the color. Faith in your life gives you the power to change any situation that you can face. Boy, that was an amen moment, and did nobody right? Because, and, and that's what it says, that faith is the substance. Hey, I don't have the money, I need the money, so I can, put, I can put faith on the line, and what faith will do is faith will activate and operate as that money for me. Now, amen, I can trust in faith like I trust in that money being in my pocket. Faith, faith in its ultimate in the ultimate thing, and we'll get into it in a second, faith in, 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 in whatever it is, it gives me the guarantee that, that whatever it is I'm asking God for will happen. I've talked a lot about one of my favorite stories in the Bible is, um, I was trying not to get away from Hebrews chapter 11. Let's put, put your finger there. We'll go back to that. Let me, I'll go to my favorite story. Let's go to uh, Mark chapter 5. We read some of this last night, didn't we? Yeah. <clears throat> Mark chapter 5. We have to say amen. Amen. Captain, what's up, Gavin? Nice to see you, brother. <laughs> 
Verse 21, it says, and uh, when he had crossed over by, again, by the boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him, and he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, when he saw him, he fell at his feet and begged him earnestly, saying, my daughter is uh, dead to the point of death. I'm sorry, y'all, let's skip down. Verse 25. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Let's stop there for a second. You see where she activated faith. I like this story because she activated that faith. She used her wild card. Amen. And, 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 and you know the story? She said, if only I may touch him, my, him of his garment. Uh, I shall be made well. She touched his garment. The blood, the blood uh, 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 cleared up. Jesus said, who touched me? She said, I touched you. And he said, daughter, go in peace. Your faith has made you whole. Right now, we talk about that wild card. And what we said about that wild card is that whenever I pull this wild card, whatever the situation is, I can change it, right? If the color was red, I can pull the wild card and the color now be blue because that's what I need, right? I like this story because in this story, she activated her faith and she activated her faith in a way that it didn't it, it, it didn't require her to do what everybody else was doing. She set her own terms on that. I talk about it all the time. Up until this point, you can go back and see up until this point, nobody got healed by just touching the hem of Jesus's garment. Nobody did that. So it ain't like she was sitting there saying, hey, Johnny got, Johnny got healed because he jumped around 10 times and 20 other people got healed because they jumped around 10 times and did 10 black backflips and all of a sudden they were healed. No, she set the terms to her faith. Right? She said, man, only, listen, he ain't got to touch me. He ain't got to talk to me. Amen? All I got to do is touch him. I can sneak and touch him. Now, now, now. Again, me, me, when I think about this, right, I think about what she was looking at, right? The story tells you everything that was going on, right? The story tells you that Jesus was walking through, and as he was walking through, the multitude of people were thronging him, right? So everybody was touching him, right? So see, listen, everybody was touching him, and she was saying, listen, I ain't even got, everybody else is touching him. All I got to do is touch a piece of his clothes, Right? And that is what activated and, and, and based off of what she said to herself, which was, I need to just touch the hem of his garment. She operated and moved in that fashion. It drove her to move. And, and when she when she touched the hem of his garment, everything changed in her life. Right. When we talk about faith being a substance of things hoped for, faith is 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 is. Faith is how you activate faith by taking that situation and saying, I can't do this any other way. I need God to do it. God, I know you're going to do it here. Let's make that thing happen. Right. True faith is not putting trust in you or you and your ability. True faith is putting trust in God and everything that God has the ability to do in your life. I, and I, I, I often, um, I used to have stuff that happened in my life and I was operating in faith and, and it wouldn't happen. I would be like, man, I, I know I have more faith than a woman in the Bible. How she get healed just by touching him? And I got way more faith than she had. And, and I thought about it one day. I thought about this lady who had this issue of blood for 12 years, Right? Do you know what she thought about almost every single day? Again, I imagine myself, right? If I had a flow of blood and I was going broke because of the flow of blood and I was in pain. Do you, have you ever been in pain about something? Guess what you think about when you're in pain? You think about what you're going to do the moment you get a chance to get rid of this pain. Come on, come on. Amen. So when she heard that Jesus was coming, right? Well, listen, I done spent 12 years trying to figure out how I'm going to go get rid of this pain. I'm hearing that Jesus can heal me. You think I'm going to let you mess that up? Please. No, he healing me today. He ain't healing nobody else out there. He healing me today. 
Can you imagine a man who's been blind all his life and he ain't been able to see it? He hearing all these stories like, man, oh girl look good and where's he at, right? I mean, he's all this stuff, right? Hearing all this stuff and all his life, he thought about what he would do if he could ever see again. And he hears that Jesus is a guy who can fix that. You know how much faith that guy had? Huh, right? The man begging. You know how much faith he had? Think about it. He begged for all his life, and Jesus showed up. He didn't ask Jesus for no money. Amen. He asked Jesus for some legs. Right? He said, Jesus said, listen, man, do you, do you believe I can do this, man? Yeah, I believe you. Not only do I believe you can do it, but I've been believing for somebody like you all my life because I ain't been walking and I ain't had no fun and I ain't been running and I've been struggling all my life. And I looked at people and every time I look at people running or having fun, I was thinking to myself like, man, I wish I could run. Man, I wish I could walk. And then you met Jesus who said he can fix you and make you walk. Boy, I'm running to Jesus. Amen. Amen. How deep is your faith? Because your faith should be to a point to where, listen, man, I ain't, I don't want this prayer to not get answered. I mean, I got so much faith on the line right here, man, that, that, that if it don't work, I'm in a bad situation. Now, that's faith right there. A lot of times we put faith on the line, but then we, we start thinking about the backup plan if faith don't come through in, in time. <coughs> Amen? <coughs> and a lot of times you find what you become at that point is you're a person who know you need to get healed, who know who can heal you, but like, you ain't doing nothing but thronging Jesus. Like all them other people who was out there in that multitude who wanted to get healed, and out of all them people, only one person got that miracle. Amen? My faith has got to be, um, go back to Hebrews chapter 11. Here's my faith has got to be. Y'all good? Y'all still good? I try, never mind, I ain't gonna say nothing about, about yelling, it just comes out that way. <clears throat> let's, yeah, let's, let's dig into Hebrews chapter 11 before we go to Mark. Verse 2 said, for by it, the elders attain a good testimony. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Of course, we got to stop there for a second. If you look at that scripture, you see that the same type of faith that is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, is the exact same type of faith that God used to create this world. Y'all see that? By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Well, we know how God created the world, right? God saw that the earth was void and without form, and God said, let there be light. And guess what happened? Light showed up. So not only did God give you faith, amen, and tell you to do it and tell you to figure it and tell you, and, and tell you to work it, but he did it himself. Same kind of faith. Ain't no different faith. Same faith that God uses is the same faith that God put on the inside of you. Amen? Amen. By faith, Abel offered uh, God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he, uh, he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testified of his gift, and through it, uh, he being dead still speaks. By faith, uh, Enoch, when he, when, sorry, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he had this, this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he, who first, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Of course, that's always an important part we talk about when we talk about faith is that, that God who comes to God, you must first believe that he is. He is what? He is everything he said that he is. He can do everything he said he can do. Amen. I always, I always, I always uh, uh, use this example, right? You believe that Jesus came, died, was buried, rose again, that he's going to come back and get you one day. You believe it so much so that you change your life to the fact that you know that one day you're going to go to heaven. 
You don't think you got no faith? Do you believe that? If you believe that, you got a whole bunch of faith. Because that world out there, that world out there dog you out for believing that simple thing and they'll, they'll call you crazy for it. Amen? And when they call you crazy for it, right, you stand on that. You either stand on it, A, I used to stand on it because I know that God said don't be ashamed of me, so I can't be ashamed of him. So yeah, I believe Jesus did it. Yeah, I believe he died for me. Yeah, I'm going to trust in him. I didn't really have no, no, back then, I didn't really have no true knowledge of, of, of who God was and, and what God can do, right? But I knew enough to know that psh, I ain't going to say he ain't real. Right? right. <laughs> right? I don't even want to test that water. I don't even want to test what the water looks like when you deny God or you are embarrassed to God. Now, I ain't going to test that water. So I believe it to that point. But, but now, psh, I don't just believe it. I know it. Well, I know that Jesus took that butt whooping. I know that he went on that cross. I know that he died. I know that he was buried. And I know he went down there to hell. I know he whooped Satan's behind and rolled up out that thing and went on to glory. I know that. Without a shadow of a doubt. Amen. Amen. By, by faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, Moved with godly fear, prepared uh, an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of right heir of the righteousness which which is according to faith. We know the story of Noah. Think about think about what Noah had to endure and what Noah had to go through. I think the Bible talks about how they dogged him out and they talked about him and they said, "You fool! And why are you building that big old boat? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It ain't no water and." And, and bringing all these animals in and he building that thing and, 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 and all that stuff. And, 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 and he, he, he must have felt something. He must have known something. And, and, and it all seemed weird until it started raining. Amen. Right? You did all this building. Yeah, I know God's going to come through. I don't know what a flood is, right? But... I know it's coming because God told me to build this thing and you get ridiculed and talked about and your family probably looking at you crazy and everything else. And, and it don't make sense until it starts raining. And then when it starts raining, right, all the folks that dogged you out, <laughs> right, now they want to come to you. There's nothing I can do for you, bro. Nothing I can do. I got specific instructions to do it this way, man, and I got to do it this way. And you had your chance, and you didn't take your chance, and you dogged me out, and you laughed at me, and you talked about me, and you did all that stuff. Now that it's raining, now you want to believe something. Ooh. I, I felt that in my, my sanctified soul, right? It's, it's, it's like our lives are, right? We, we, you hear this word every single day. You hear it every single Tuesday from one of the greatest men, personally, on earth teaching about this faith, and you don't want to jump on it or listen to it or hop on it until it starts raining. Till your life is starting to get jagged up. Till they start talking crazy to you. Till all that pressure come on you. And then at that point, you want to be full of faith. Yeah. Then day they started raining out there, man, them people started knocking on that door, and we believe you now, and we want to get in, and it's too late. And just like it is in the world today, man, people hear about Jesus, and they know about this faith, and people grow up in God, and something happens, the first thing they want to do when it starts raining is blame God for the rain, but God got you set. For the rain, that's why he built the ark, because you were supposed to run to that ark before it started raining. But now that it's raining and the ark got to get shut up, because if we don't shut up the ark, then everybody else going to die too, right? Now you want to blame God and say God don't love you. Yes, he does. For days and years, he built that ark. Amen. You seen that thing go up, you're walking past this, what y'all did on it was a pastime. You walk past that ark and say, oh, he got a door in there now. Oh, he got a 
Is that a big screen TV? Right? I mean, you, you get what I'm saying? He put all that stuff on it. The signs were clearly there, and you had your chance to run to that safety. But you didn't choose to believe it until it started raining. Hmm. And that's how much we, 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 we take for granted the goodness of God and the, great, and the greatness of God. Think about what Jesus did on that cross and dying for us and setting us free and making us righteous and rebuilding our lives. Think about everything he did on that cross and we just neglect that. For so long, we neglected. Think about how many issues in your life you did not have to go through. All you had to do was trust in Jesus. You wait to get ready, and sometimes when you wait to get ready, it's just simply too late. Amen. What verse we in? Verse 8, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out of the place which he uh, would, would receive as an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in the land of the promise in a, in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him uh, of the same promise, for he waited for the city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. If God is not your foundation for everything you do in your life, man, your life ain't built on faith. Your life is built on you. And the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. Right? It says he looked and he searched and they went and they went place to place. You look at the story. Abraham and they were always moving somewhere, always journey. You know why? Because listen, this ain't it. No, this ain't it either. I'm looking for a place who, who builder and foundation is God. That's where I'm supposed to be. Now, God, now think about it. He's looking for the place who has a builder and foundation whose maker, sorry, the foundation whose builder and maker is God. He's looking for that place. And God is the one who told him to go. Didn't tell him where that place was. He just knew he was supposed to go. Right? God, I don't know where you're sending me. Here's what I do know. I know that you sent me. Right? And here's what faith is for Abraham. And in that situation, he knew that God sent him. And because he knew that God sent him, he trusted that God was always going to be with him. Because God, you can't send me if you ain't going to be with me. Right. And if I and if I and if I look at it like knowing that God is always going to be with me, then I have no problem going because it don't matter where I go. It don't matter where I go. God is with me. Right. It don't matter where I go. I can go to hell. God is with me. Don't go to hell. <laughs> right. But the Bible says that. I say it all the time. The Bible says, if I make my bed in hell, you are there with me, right? So if God will go to hell with me, then he'll go through this storm with me, and he'll go through this valley with me, and he'll move that mountain for me, amen? He'll tear that tree up for me. He'll heal my diseases. He'll get me straight. He'll bring me prosperity. If he will go to hell for me, he'll do all that other stuff for me, too. Hell is the lowest you can get. (laughs) Amen? So I'm looking for a city whose foundation and builder and maker is God. Amen. Because if God ain't your foundation, man, the wind may come and beat vehemently against that house. Amen. And the state of that house is worse than it was because you got your foundation built on some mess. They call it sand. I call it mess. You know what's softer than sand? Mess. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Where's your found my, my, my foundation and, and, and everything I got and everything I do has got to be founded and, 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 and built on God. Marriage included, relationships included, job included, car included, everything about your life has to have a spirit, I mean has to have a God 
faith background and foundation to it because if it don't, it's going to be jagged up again. That's how I got jagged up in the first place. Don't shout down because I'm yelling real good. (laughs) Verse 11, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed and she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. You see that? She, here's why she did it. You know the story of Sarah. She laughed at the idea, right? But it said she judged him faithful who made the promise. Most people don't operate and don't get what they want or don't get what they receive by faith because they, 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 judge, the, they judge the result based off of how they feel, right? But you got to judge the result based off who God is. God is faithful. Right. For you to lose this battle. (laughs) Right. God will have to fail. For this thing not to work in your life, God will have to have lied. For that situation not to be fixed, for the healing not to come and for the prosperity, the prosperity not to come for any of that stuff to happen. then that means either a God has got to fail or lie or let you down or be, it just ain't it. Amen? But she said, I know I'm jagged up, but I'm, I know that God is, <laughs> I know that God is faithful and that's why I'm trusting. Therefore, uh, verse 12, therefore for one man and him as good as dead were born as many as, as the stars of the sky and the multitude innumerably, uh, innumerable as a sand which is by the seashore. Verse 13, this is what I want to get to. I said all that to get to this. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were, uh, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on earth. It says they died in faith. You know what it means to die in faith? What it means to die in faith is, listen, I believe Jesus. Think about a, a lot of people, a lot of people, I believe, I believe that, that Jesus is on his way back. I want him to be back tomorrow. <laughs> Amen. You get what I'm saying? But a lot of people in this room are going are gonna to leave this earth having believed or believing you're going to do the same thing that these people did. You're going to die in faith. Amen. Meaning you're going to die believing that when you die, you're going to go to glory. You're going to go to heaven. You, you're di- you should be. I hope you are. You should be anticipating Jesus coming back right now because he's on his way back. Amen. He's on his way back. And, 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 and if you believe and you know and you understand that he's on his way back, then you want to make sure that you all the way legit. So that when you when he gets back, right, you ain't found wanting. You ain't surprised, right? A lot of people are gonna be surprised. Like Jesus, you were real. Yep, he was real. No, I live a life anticipating my Savior's return. Amen. Every day, all the time, I anticipate my Savior's return. And, and because I anticipate my Savior's return, I'm always thinking and watching and concentrating on how I do and how I live and, 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 and things I say and how I talk and how things are because I want him to come back, man. I want him to, I want him to look at bumpers and be like, well done, my good and faithful servant. I don't want him to put his head down, shake his head and be like, eh, well, <laughs> right? Well, I thought you were going to make it, bro. Yeah. You don't want that to happen. But if you if you if you if you're putting your trust and you're putting your faith and you're putting everything you got in Jesus and 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 his promises and his word and 
everything about him, man, then you, then you have faith on the line all the time. And when you got faith on the line all the time, you, you're walking with God, man. You're pleasing to God. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. You can come to church. You can carry around your Bible. There's a lot of people that go to church. They carry around their Bible. They know scripture. Amen. But they don't know anything else. They don't know how to apply that scripture. They don't know what that scripture means and how that scripture is supposed to work, work and operate in their life. And, and, they, and they sit around and, 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 and they miss out on God's best because they ain't really got no legit faith. Here's how you know if you got legit faith is the only time you find yourself praying is when you need something. You ain't got no legit faith. The only time you're in that Bible and the only time you get sunk in, the only time you, you, you really get rooted and grounded in God's word is when you're going through the battle, when they tell you they're going to violate you, when they tell you that you got to go, or when they tell you you're going to lose your job, and all of a sudden you want to dig into God. No, you should dig into God before they tell you that mess. Then that mess won't even happen to you. That's what it says. The just shall, it don't say the just shall take breaks from faith. It says the just shall live by faith. You live every single day. You living right now. Right? Turn your Bible to Mark chapter 11. I'm preaching better than they shouting. I don't get all all with my I'm, I don't get all the stuff. Am I doing all right? That's definitely yeah. Doc say. Am I doing all right? Am I doing all right? You know when Doc's about to say something crazy, he say, "Don't tell me that because I'm preaching real good. Don't get nervous because I'm preaching real good." Right. You know he about to say something something weird. <laughs> I like the time we have like a book and he take that book and he had that book and somebody be sleeping in the service and he just go wham. <laughs> 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 Alright, let me see if I can give you a, a gem Tonight Maybe you'll get a gem tonight Let's see if I can give it to you Verse 12 Now the next day when they had come out from Bethany Jesus, he was hungry And seeing a fig tree Sorry, seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season of figs. In response, Jesus said to it, Let no one eat fruit from you ever after again. And his disciples heard it again. Living by faith will require you to say and do some stuff that everybody thinks is dumb. Amen. It's going to require you to act in certain ways. It's going to require you to do some stuff that, that everybody else ain't going to know why you're doing it. And if you start trying to live a life of faith based off what everybody thinks or how everybody thinks you should operate, and your faith ain't in God, your faith is in them people, you might as well find out how they want to do it. Hmm. Amen. Because it ain't going to operate no other way. Imagine how crazy it was to hear Jesus Talk to a tree. Right? Jesus didn't care nothing about what you... Amen. Jesus didn't care nothing about what you thought. And Jesus, that's the one thing I love about Jesus. Jesus never cared about anything anybody said. Right? He never cared about anything anybody said. He always dealt with them on it. Right? Because, listen, here's why I don't care about anything nobody else says. Because if I care about what you say, then... then, then, then then your opinion of me matters. Now, there's nothing wrong with your someone else's opinion of you mattering, but if your opinion matters so much that I change what I say, then I'm living for the wrong person. Right? Somebody tell you, man, you're crazy for believing in that healing stuff, and you start saying, man, I might be crazy for believing in that healing stuff. Well, 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 you worry about them. No, you ain't that you believe in that. You, you don't believe in that healing stuff because it sounds crazy. You believe in that healing stuff 
Because God promised you healing. Amen? There's, there's a scripture that says, whose report will we believe, right? Uh, <clears throat> We're going to believe God's report. Amen? Amen? And it says, he cursed the fig tree and the disciples heard it. Uh, let no one eat. And then, and then he re in, in response, Jesus said to it, let no one eat fruit from you ever after. And the disciples heard it. Skip down to verse number 20. Now, in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roof. Now, Jesus don't sound crazy now, do it. <laughs> he don't sound crazy. And that's how they always talk about my, I, I talked last night about, about, about the doc and, and my mother and how everybody called them crazy back in the day and dogged them out. They ain't crazy now, are they? Nope. Right? right? It's only crazy if it don't work, but then it works. Then, dude, they ain't crazy. <laughs> right? Hold on. That's what happened right there. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Is <coughs> that's the tree? Ain't that where that tree was? They said, Master, look, the tree you the tree you you cursed is withered away. How did that happen? Right? The day before they were probably going back, they probably went back, Jesus probably went to, to sleep. They like, hey man, listen, I've been we've been rolling with Jesus for a long time, man, but you know. He talking to trees like that? Anyway, that's just me. <laughs> I, I, I like to think of stuff real, right? Because that, that think about it, man. The, the, this word of God, if you look into this word of God, you see that the situation and the things that people go through is nothing different than what we go through now. Amen? Nothing different than what we go through now. You got people who, 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 who lead a church after hearing this pastor preach and dog the pastor out. Them, them, them folks over there at Jesus Inside Prison Ministry, man, they talking about all that faith stuff and talking about all that cancer stuff. And people hear people all the time talking about cancer ain't for or healing ain't for everybody and, and all this stuff. Man. But 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 God keeps showing up in our life. My father got healed of cancer in six months. Six months. Not only is he healing that thing, man, my father, he's back, I mean, he's back doing every single thing he was doing before he got cancer, amen, he looked like he's going stronger, and he's getting older. <laughs> he ain't doing nothing no different than anybody else, he ain't eating no different than anybody else, he ain't exercising no different than anybody else, you know the thing he's doing uh, 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 better than anybody else, he's talking about this word of God, he's trusting in Jesus. He's believing by faith, amen? And again, it always sounds crazy and looks crazy until the rain starts. Y'all thought I forgot about that. I didn't. It always looks crazy until it starts raining. Amen? I ain't got to the gym. Oh, I got 13 minutes. Hold on. And Peter remembered and said to him, 21, Rabbi, love the fig tree which you with us, cursed away. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. If you got a good study Bible, there should be a reference point on there that says, have the God kind of faith. We just talked about the God kind of faith. We talked about it in, in, in Hebrews chapter 11. By faith, we understand that the world is framed by the word of God. Have the God kind of faith. <laughs> I felt it. My sanctified soul, I say that now because I'm about to say something. Amen. If you ain't got the God kind of faith, that faith you've been practicing all these years, you need to throw that out. Don't shut me down because I'm... Amen? Amen. Have the God kind of faith. If that means that if he said have the God kind of faith, that means that there's some other faith out there that ain't worth it. Amen. <laughs> right? Here's how you know the faith is working. Now, you've been trying to get over this mess for 20,000 years. Amen. You ain't got over it yet. You got the wrong kind of faith. Amen. Amen. Listen, here's a, here's a good example of that, right? The God kind of faith makes stuff happen right now. Jesus cursed that fig tree, went away, turned around, that thing was gone. And you wait 20,000 years. Don't shout me out, because I preach it real good. Every time.
time Jesus showed up, Jesus, that woman got healed. She didn't wait 13 years. She, she was suffering for 12 years. In one day, 12 seconds, she got healed then. That man that was crippled all his life, he got healed then. How could God count a faith? Amen. Listen, if your faith ain't working like that, you need to get in the book so it, so it can start working like that. Boy, y'all better get on fire about this word of God, man. It'll change your whole life. Amen? Amen. Have faith in God, for surely I say to you, whoever, uh-oh, whoever is a, a good word, Right? Whoever qualifies you. Boy, guess what? I was a whoever. <laughs> Amen. Whoever means ain't talking about the black man or the white man or the cool man or the, or, the, or the drunk man or the sleep man. Amen. Or the tired man. It's talking about whoever. Whoever decides, amen, to take God at his word and partake like this is who it's talking to. He said, for surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he says will be done. He will have whatsoever he says. Jesus took what he did to the fig tree. Amen. And turned around and told his disciples that the same thing I did in this fig tree, I'm telling you, you can do it too. <laughs> right? And we talk about, we talk about having faith in God. We talk about being, my mother, my father are on fire for Jesus. You know why? They got faith in God. Whoever says this, so if that means that whoever, that means it's, it's talking to me and says, don't doubt in your heart. You know how much time you don't have for doubt when you live in by faith? You ain't got no time for doubt. You should hate doubt just as much as you hate cussing. Hey, man. Talking to people on Facebook. I ain't messing with nobody. Right? I said it and say, listen, I, I hate cussing so bad, I don't go nowhere near cussing. I never accidentally cuss, slip up and cuss, think about cussing. I just know that's not how I'm supposed to talk, so I'll run away from, from cussing. Guess what I also run away from? Doubt, fear, unbelief, because those things, as we see right here, will keep the blessing of God from operating in your life and coming to pass in your life. It just said it. It said, ask for it, believe it in your heart, and do not doubt. When you, when, you put those, when you put those things together, it says you have whatsoever you say. You have whatsoever you say. If you believe it in your heart, say it with your mouth, and don't doubt. Amen? That's the first gem I'm going to give you. I'm about to give you the second one here in a second because we got five minutes. But think about how deep that is. Think about your life. Think about your situation. Think about how often you pray and you ask God to work it out and you ask God for something. Then before you get up from that prayer, you start doubting then. No, you can stay down in that prayer and get the doubt out so that you can have whatsoever you say. Amen. Here's the gym. Y'all ready for it? Let me I gotta go back to 23. <clears throat> For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Now watch this, y'all. Therefore, I say to you. Did y'all see that? <laughs> whatever things you ask when you pray believe that you receive them and you have them now listen y'all missed the gym but I'm explaining to you two seconds ago Jesus just said amen whatever you ask for if you have faith in God whatever you ask for whatever you say is going to be done to you and then he says therefore 
I say to you, you know what Jesus just did right there? Jesus spoke over your life. He used his words, amen, to speak to you. And what he did with that right there is he gave you an empowerment. Listen, you've been saying crazy stuff all your life and didn't understand that God could work that miracle. Amen. Now you just seen that he told you, listen, man, if you say it, you can have it. And then he turned around and says, therefore, now, therefore, you all got to find out what is there for. Therefore, what the word therefore does is therefore takes what he just said and what he's about to say. And he puts them together. So he said, you can have whatever you say when you believe in your heart and don't when you believe in your heart and don't doubt. And then he turned around and said, I'm going to show it to you. Therefore, I say to you, whatsoever things for you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Let me ask you a question. Do you think Jesus had any doubt in his heart when he said that to them? Did he have any fear or any anxiety or any of that stuff in his heart? When he said that to them, no, he fully believed what he said to them, fully believed what he said to them, empowered them, put them on, amen, gave them, gave, gave them everything that they needed, right? The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse four says that he has dealt to each man the measure of faith. You got it. It's yours. You believe in your heart. You confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. And you believed it ever since that day. So much so that you believed it, God started just changing your life. Your life has changed because of that decision that you made. Ain't got nothing to do with you. I know you thought it did. Ain't got nothing to do with how smart you was. It ain't got nothing to do with how cute you was. It ain't got nothing to do with how educated you was. It got everything to do with the fact that Jesus said that once he comes into your life, your life will be better. You asked him into your life and your life got better. Therefore, he said to you, whatsoever things you ask for when you pray, believe that you receive them and you should have them. We always say, boy, that's red ink, <laughs> right? That came from the mouth of Jesus. Jesus, there's another area in the Bible we ain't going to have time to get to it, but you, you go back and find out every time Jesus actually spoke over your life. He did it again in, 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 in John chapter 17 when he prayed for the disciples. Then he, after that, at the end of the day, he said, and not only do I pray for the disciples, Father, but I pray for all those who will follow me because of them. Amen. That's you. That's why we call you a world overcomer. That's why we say you're always on top. That's why you are more than a conqueror than him that loves you. That's why no weapon formed against you shall prosper because Jesus spoke so much word over your life. All you got to do is live in what he said about you. This thing is powerful, y'all. And I wouldn't waste my time doing any of that other stuff. Man, I see guys that come in here, man, and, and sit around and play and sit around and fake and, and, and you know, so, yeah. some, of you, some of you, in here, you need to get yourself together. Amen. 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 I feel it. My sanctified soul, right? Some of you just in here playing, man, and and and, and it's time for you to stop playing. Yeah. Amen. 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 I do everything I can. I keep myself out of it and all that stuff, man, man. But 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 it's just time for some of you to just stop playing. Or move on. Move on. Here's what we do know, man. We know that the faith concept and what the word tells you and living by faith, man, everybody ain't built for it. Yeah. Everybody is built for it. Everybody just can't do it. 
some of you need to just stop playing around, man, and, and, and go figure it out on your own because that's what you're doing anyway. Amen? Amen. Stop wasting your time in here. You waste your time in here. This ain't doing nothing. This is taking away from your girls. It's taking away from your drugs. It's taking away from your money. It's taking away from everything else you got going on that you're trying to sneak around in here to do. Just don't do that thing. Quit playing. Let God work in your life. Let God do what he want to do in your life. Let God flourish you, man. This Jesus house ain't meant for, 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 I know we got it. It ain't meant for you to play, man. The purpose of the Jesus house is so you can learn how to be a saved, born again believer. Amen, Pastor Bumpus. Didn't our hearts burn within us as we listened to that dynamic word? I love the way he said, you can set the terms of your faith just like that lady with the issue of blood. Pastor Bumper said, true faith is putting trust in God and in his ability to do everything in your life. Pastor Bumpus asked, how deep is your faith? As Pastor Bumpus has encouraged us, don't wait till it starts raining. Thank you so much for listening. We pray that you put your faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You've been listening to Jesus Inside Prison Ministry. For more information, go to jipm.org. God bless.